0: This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media Thanks to the generosity of our supporters Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily Please make your donation today at vision.org.au
1: Our Father who art in heaven Now when we think Father, don't think of a distant supreme being who's disinterested Jesus encourages us to pray Our Father who art in heaven
0: Pastor Greg Laurie says, when we pray, think of the closeness of our Heavenly Father and how He loves us as a Father.
1: We have a Father who will always be there. We have a Father who listens. We have a Father who loves. We have a Father in Heaven. This is the day when the lost are found.
0: Birdhouse or sewing a dress, it helps to have a template, a pattern to follow. A template will help you to learn from those who've done the same thing before, those who've wrestled with all the decisions that go along with the project. Well, today in a new beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie points out that the Lord has given us a template or a pattern to follow for effective prayer. It's what we commonly call the Lord's Prayer. It's really more of the Disciples' Prayer, as it shows how to bring our petitions to God.
1: All right, well grab your Bibles and turn to Matthew chapter six. This is a brand new series on the Lord's Prayer. And the title of my message today is Pray This Way. Who better qualified to tell us about talking to God than God talking to us? So look at Matthew six. We're gonna read verses nine to 14. Why don't we go ahead and just uh, say it out loud together. In this manner therefore pray. can be divided into two sections. The first three petitions, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done, deal with the glory of God, reminding us what the real purpose of prayer is. What is the purpose of prayer? The real focus of prayer should not be on us, but on God. Not on what we want, but on what God wants. So let's come to point number one about how to pray the way Jesus wants us to pray. Here it is, we're taught by Jesus, we're to pray to our Father in Heaven. That was a revolutionary thought to a Jewish person. Jews of the first century did not call God Father. In fact, they regarded His name with such reverence and respect, they would not even utter it. In the entire Old Testament, God is referred to as Father fewer than seven times, and when He is referred to in that way, it's either indirectly or rather Remotely. When Jesus referred to God as his father, they accused him of blasphemy. And one of the reasons they crucified him was because he said, My father and I are one. And they said, You're making yourself equal with God. And by the way, they had that right. And so they sent him to the cross. So, okay, we can say, I accept the fact that Jesus was God's son. I understand that Jesus could call God the Almighty Father. But how can I do it? Because of what Jesus did. See, when he went to the cross and died for our sin and rose again from the dead, he opened up a new covenant. So when he rises and meets Mary Magdalene there in the garden area around the tomb, and she grabs hold of him, she's clinging to him. He says, Mary, don't cling to me. In other words, Mary, it's not gonna be the way it was anymore. I'm not gonna be here physically walking with you. It's a whole new ball game, a whole new covenant because I'm going to my God and to your God. I'm going to my Father and to your Father. Yes, Mary, you can call him Father now, too. So Jesus gives us permission. Even more, Jesus encourages us. He tells us to pray our Father who art in heaven. Now, when we think Father, don't think of a distant supreme being who's disinterested. Think of a warm, loving Father because the Bible says God hasn't given us a spirit of bondage again to fear, but one of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The word Abba means daddy, sort of the Hebrew equivalent of daddy or papa. My grandkids call me papa. The other day, one of my grandchildren said, uppie, papa, meaning pick her up. How can you say no to that, right? So it's a term of affection. Now other people, they can't call me papa. They can, but I'll slap them. No, I won't. (laughs) But I won't respond, I'm not your papa. (laughs) I'm not your daddy. (laughs) I'm their papa. My son can call me dad, someone else can't. Uh, But the point is that it's relationship, you see. So Jesus is saying, you should say my father who art in heaven. What is this father like? Well, if you wanna know what your father is like, just look at Jesus. Because Jesus said in John 14, 9, he that has seen me has seen the Father. So what is our Father like? Look at Jesus welcoming the little children. That's what your Father is like. Children are drawn to him. Look at Jesus washing the disciples' feet. That's what your Father is like. Look at Jesus weeping at the tomb of his friend Lazarus. That's what your Father is like, touched by your sadness and your hurt but maybe the most vivid illustration is a story Christ himself told about the father and what we call the story of the prodigal son. Now the emphasis of that story is usually on the boy, but I think you could just as easily call it the parable of the loving father because it's a story of a father who had two sons, as you know. One son goes astray, wrecks his life, wastes his inheritance, comes to his senses, returns home, While he's still a great ways off, his father sees him, runs to him, throws his arms around him, and kisses him and restores him to full sonship. So what is God the Father like? What is our Father in heaven like? He's like a father who misses his son or daughter. He's like a father who longs for communication with us. He's like a father that will welcome you with open arms if you will come to him. That's the picture Jesus gave. We have a father who will always be there. We have a Father who listens. We have a Father who loves. We have a Father in heaven.
0: Well, thanks for joining us today for a new beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie, the senior pastor of Harvest Christian Fellowship in Riverside, California. And today, Pastor Greg is explaining how to pray as Jesus would have us pray. It's part of a short series on the Lord's Prayer.
1: Number two, we're taught by Jesus to pray with other believers. We're taught by Jesus to pray with other believers, circle or underline the word are. After this manner, therefore pray, our Father who art in heaven. That's not to say you can't pray to him personally or individually, but it is interesting, he used the word are. Jesus is teaching us this is a family prayer that we offer together with other believers. When you become a Christian, you become part of God's family. It's called the church. And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. Listen, we're all in this together. You know, it's interesting. Uh, There's three moving prayers of confession in the Old Testament. In Ezra nine, Nehemiah nine, and Daniel nine. And in every one of those prayers, the pronoun we is used frequently meaning Ezra, Nehemiah, and Daniel were not guilty of the sins they were confessing, but they identified themselves with the people who were praying. They said, Lord, we've sinned against you. We've done this evil, because we're all in this together. You know, one of the things that saddens me is when I see Christians fighting with each other. Some will say, well, you know, I love Jesus. I just don't love Christians. How can you love God who you can't see? When you don't love your brother, who you can see. And actually, the Bible says that earmark of conversion is when you love your brothers. First John 3:14. We know we pass from death to life because we love our brothers. And anyone who does not love his brothers is passing to death. But this shows that prayer and worship go together. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. He's our Father. But notice how I'm now to give praise to Him. You know, if you have the luxury of time in your prayer, don't cut to the chase and go to your grocery list. (laughs) Sometimes we approach God in prayer and it's by Lucy prayer phrase, it would look something like this. Hey God, how's it going? Good to see you. Hey, here's what I need today, amen. (laughs) Or we would pray along these lines. Our Father who art in heaven, give us this day our daily bread. But the Lord's prayer The template for all prayer, the model prayer, does not teach us to pray that way. It teaches us to pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallowed means set apart, Uh, glorified is your name. So just stop and contemplate the glory and the awesomeness of God. And I think if you do that, it will change the way that you pray. It will give you perspective. You'll see everything you're facing differently. When you pause to contemplate the greatness of God, you get perspective. See, because when you have a big God, you have relatively small problems, but if you have big problems, do you actually have a small God, or at least an improper view of Him? When the 12 spies were sent into the Promised Land, 10 came back with a negative report. They said they felt like grasshoppers, and the inhabitants were giants. And by the way, they were exaggerating everything. They were looking at their obstacles instead of their great God. Joshua and Caleb, two of the 12 spies, saw the same things and came back with faith and they said, let's go conquer the land. It's all how you look at things and sometimes we can come to church and we're just overwhelmed by our problems and we worship the Lord. And then we hear a message from God's Word and we walk out and our problems are still there, but we see them differently because we've seen God in His power. That's why church is so important. That's why fellowship is so important. That's why praying together is so important when we say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. It really becomes a game changer as you see things as you ought to see them from a proper perspective. I'm reminded of a story years ago My son Jonathan was going to learn how to scuba dive, and go out with an instructor. This is off of the coast of Maui, and I'm a certified scuba diver. I have been for years now. I don't dive very often, but I am technically certified, which means I can go and get a tank filled with air and go drown somewhere, (laughs) which is probably what would happen because I don't dive enough. But uh, so uh, he was taking this little course, and they, you know, learn how to put their mask on and the fins and how to use the tanks and the regulators, all that. And so when they had their dive the next day, I asked the instructor, can I uh, go along for the dive because I'm certified. (laughs) And he said, sure, come on. And so I showed up the next day, but the problem was a storm came. And the water was super choppy. And the boats were pitching back and forth. And I was hoping they'd cancel it. Not a chance. He gets everybody in the boat and we're going out, and we're just pitching back and forth. You've got your, your vest on. You've got your weight belt on. You've got your tanks on, your regulator in. And the way you get in the water is you've fallen backwards. That's the last thing you want to do when you have all that weight on your body. But, you know, I was getting a little nervous, I'll be honest. And we went in the water, and I started to panic a little bit. And I looked over at Jonathan, and his eyes were as big as saucers. He was freaking out. <laughs> but I had no... Words of encouragement, because I was scared, too. (laughs) I love what the instructor did. He said, Jonathan, look at me. Jonathan looked at him, and I looked at him, too. (laughs) What? (laughs) The instructor said, remember your training. Remember your training. And then they started breathing, you went under, and once you were under the water, it was great. So here's my point. The reason we start sinking in despair is we stop looking at our great God and instead we look at stormy seas. And we need to realize he's in control. Remember your trainee. Remember what the word of God says. <laughs> so as I pray, my Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. I'm just taking my time to contemplate the awesomeness of God. Now look, if you're in an emergency situation, it's okay to cut to the chase. If you're out swimming and a great white is approaching and you know because you hear the theme music of Jaws playing, (laughs) you don't have to ramp up to the jet. God help, that'll be fine. But if you have the luxury of time, contemplate the greatness and the glory of God. But listen, this prayer, the Lord's Prayer, this access to God is only possible through Jesus Christ. And it's from relationship. How do I come into this relationship with God? Will being born into a Christian home help? Well, maybe, if you believe the message, you learn there. But you can't live off somebody else's faith, you see. There has to be a moment in your life where you say, Lord, I know I'm a sinner, and I'm sorry for my sin, and I turn from it, and Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for your sin, will come and live inside of you, and you can have this new relationship with God where you now call him Father, and you can know that your prayers are heard in heaven. God has this plan for you. He wants to reveal it to you. God wants to speak to you. God wants to hear from you. But this can only happen through Jesus. So we have to come to the Father through the Son. Good works won't get you there. Living a good life won't get you there because you're just not good enough. No one is. But God will forgive you if you'll admit your sin. And I want to just close now with prayer and give an opportunity for anyone that has joined us, anyone that is watching or listening who does not know God in this personal way. God seems distant, God seems disinterested in you. Nothing could be further from the truth. God will come and take residence in your heart today if you will ask him to and turn from your sin. If you've not done that, we're gonna close in prayer and I'll give you an opportunity to get right with the Lord to have your sin forgiven and go to heaven when you die. And start this relationship with your Father in heaven. Let's all bow our heads. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for what Jesus has done for us. And now I pray for any that don't have this relationship with you. Help them see, Lord, they can have it today by coming to you and believing. Amen.
0: Pastor Greg Laurie, with an important prayer. And if you felt God speaking to you through today's message, and you want to make a change in your relationship with the Lord, Pastor Greg would love to help you with that right now.
1: The Bible says, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. So I want to lead you in a prayer where you will be doing just that, calling on the name of the Lord. So listen, if you want your sin forgiven, if you want to know that when you die, you will go to heaven, If you want Jesus Christ to come into your life and take away your guilt and your shame, then just stop what you're doing and pray this prayer with me right now. Pray this after me if you would. Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I have broken your commandments. I have fallen short of your standards. But 2,000 years ago, you died on that cross for me. Then you rose again from the dead. So Jesus, come into my life and be my Savior, and my Lord, and my God, and my friend. I choose to follow you from this moment forward. Thank you for calling me, and accepting me, and forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
0: Amen. And if you've just prayed those words with Pastor Greg, and you meant them sincerely, know that the Lord has heard you and forgiven you of your sin. We want to welcome you to the family of God. And we'd like to send you some follow-up materials to help you begin your new life of faith. Let us send you our New Believers Growth Packet. Just ask for it when you call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. The team would also love to pray with you. That's 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. Well, next time, Pastor Greg continues his practical studies on the Lord's Prayer. We'll consider those things that we should avoid, the things that so many of us do. Good Insight, coming next time. Today's message from Pastor Greg Laurie was called Pray This Way. if you'd like to listen again, just download the free Vision Christian Media app, where it's available as a podcast. Or for a copy on CD, contact Vision Christian Store on one 800 0